Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. It's time for a peculiar podcast. In your wildest dreams, you could not imagine the marvelous surprises that await you. Hosted by Pat Cashman. He had a fiery quality on the stage and off the stage, and he was gorgeous to look at. And back by his side, Lisa Foster. She has tattoos, she's cool. She's dangerous. Broadcasters turned rogue podcasters. It's <laughs> just a real nice surprise. They're back and on demand. Just press the button. See, you're on. Ready or not, it's Pat and Lisa. Some people without brains do an awful lot of talking, don't they? Yes, I guess you're right. <laughs> Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. Yeehaw! Can you dig it? Yeah, yeah, I can dig it, yeah. How you doing, Foster? I'm doing fine, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Having another Bloody Mary? What? What are you, well, the Bloody Mary sheriff? No, I just know that we, tabs on we me? lately have a Bloody Mary before we do each one of these. And during. And, and they're getting bloodier by the week. Yeah, yeah. I think it's good. Hey, it's a uh, nice you, tradition. You, you want to ask me about this display here? Yeah, I keep looking at it and when I walked in uh, to your studio. There are uh, two uh, uh, sort of C-stand things, which are like you would use to hang things on, and then there are two uh, big... Moving blankets. Moving blankets on there. Which I'm assuming is just sort of some sort of acoustic... Uh, exactly. There's an acoustic thing. Panel to absorb. Mm-hmm. Were you up here screaming or something? No, I was... Because these weren't here before. That's right. A guy came in to... Uh, record me the first chapters of a book on tape I was doing. That's right. You're an audiobook narrator now. Well, no, I'm not. Mr. Big Time. They listened to it. Oh. I did three chapters, and they said, no, you're not You're not what we're looking for. <laughs> Wait a minute. You did three chapters? Did three chapters. Took me many hours. Yes. It takes a long time to do audiobook and, narration. And then after all of that, they said, yeah, eh, you're just not really, well, that's not really what we were looking for, I guess, after all. Well, so... Th- so now I have to give these blankets and things back. Well, no, I wouldn't. That's why are, they're still here. Are they going to pay you for the work you did? Well, I mean, technically, you, were you hired for the gig? Yeah, you know me. I said, ah, don't worry about it. Yeah, it's okay. Forget it. But, well, can we can we just donate some money to your favorite charity? And I said, no, uh, let me think about that. I'll, yeah. So, yeah, I just felt uh, this is... Are it, you bummed out? Kind of. Or are you relieved? Well, if they... It, uh, Let's put it this way. I did it in one style. I know I could do it a number of different ways and finally get what they want, but I would just didn't feel like, you know, being argumentative about it. I just said, okay, that's that's your purview. This is your project. Yeah, absolutely. That's sort of so, your job as the talent to sort of do what they want, right? Yeah, and so the one but, and done. But you didn't just, do it the way they wanted. What sort but, of- which I don't know. There was nobody directing me per se, so, you know, I just felt like I could... You know, I do it a different style for them. But. What sort of genre was it? Was it um, was it a kids book? It's was a it memoir. A... It's a humorous memoir. Oh, of uh, somebody well, that, that would seem to be. And, and it's somebody that um, is no longer with us, uh, but had written this book. He'd written uh, other books too, but this particular book was about uh, his experience uh, as a young person, uh, coming of age sort of book, but working at this. Uh, fast food place mm-hmm. mostly it's just centered around this fast food place but it's about a lot of other things 
as well. And um, so it's kind of funny. And uh, he began reading it as a book on tape, and mm-hmm. then he just finally got too sick from mm. his illness. And he just so he recommended to whoever was working on the project, this is, is have Cashman read this. This well, will be great. I don't understand why you didn't then. He doesn't have a vote anymore. Because well, he's stinks. not with it. Yeah, it's that sort of stinks. it's sort of bittersweet. But yeah. Anyway, so that's what that's doing there, and I've got to give it back. Well, they should have grabbed it when on the way out when well, they fired we, you. When well, they we, said you're fired, you, well then take all your crap with you. Well, we thought you know. Well, this is we just did uh, this uh, these three chapters. They'll he'll edit them up. They'll listen to them and they will say, "Yep, that's great. Keep going." So we the expectation was we would resume, but. They're going to resume, and but not with me. And you know what? They're just sitting there mocking you now. Yeah, those, I know. Those acoustic panels are just like... I know. They're, they've got You're Not Good Enough written all over them. Yeah, you're right. They do, don't they? I'd set fire to them. Would you, yes. I should just throw them out in the yard. I think you should. Yeah. You want them? By the way, it's the same yard where my dogs take a lot of... Relief. Yeah, so I'm sorry if the blankets get a little tarnished out there. Oh, well, I'm sorry about that. Uh, you know, I've, I've, I, I could read an entire book on how many times I've been fired from things. Well, I know. And like you, too. I mean, you half the projects, not even half the projects that are proposed to you ever right. see the light of day. Uh, I'd say my batting average is maybe 10 to 150. But you still should get paid for the work you do on it, regardless of where the project goes. I mean, your time as a talent. Yeah, I know. And and, and they they offered to to do that, but I, you know, I I just said, well, it's it's not because of who the book was for. I get it. I just, uh, it was the guy's wife, actually, so. Yeah. And she, you know. She she has every right to get it the way she wants it. I agree. Yeah. Even though it was his work and he thought I, I would be good for it. I know. I, I, I tend to think she's probably right in the long run. So um, there's an article that you brought to my attention that I thought was kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Under the headline, Is There a Tooth Fairy Bubble? And uh, this is a baby teeth thing. And, and you know, when you're a kid, you, everybody knows about the tooth fairy and you lose teeth and right. put it under your pillow or put it in a glass of water next to your bed. And then when morning comes, lo and behold... The tooth is gone. The tooth fairy has apparently and snuck in the middle of the night. Um, you thought you had bolted all the, the locks and mm-hmm. everything, but somehow the tooth fairy still finds... Because it's a fairy, after all. So it can find its way in. Yeah. And it, and yeah, I can remember typically, because for one thing, we were a family of five boys. <laughs> That's a lot of baby teeth. That's a lot of baby teeth. Because you lose, what do you lose? Twenty five baby teeth. Twenty. Do you lose all your teeth? Yeah. How many teeth do you have? Yeah, every tooth you have goes. So how many teeth do you have? Like thirty two. I don't even know Me? how many teeth. No, I've got about <laughs> eleven. <laughs> I just mean in yeah. general, what do we have? Thirty teeth. Well, I could look it up. Thirty-two, I think. Something 32? like that. Yeah, but don't don't. But quote you don't me have on. that many as a baby. You don't have thirty-two teeth. No, no, no. As a kid, no. you got and they got to go because they're making room for bigger teeth. Right. Yeah. So that's so, a lot of teeth. That's a lot of teeth. In fact, yeah, it's actually twenty baby about twenty baby teeth. You you lose twenty teeth. Yeah, and it's usually it <clears> seems like the front teeth are the first to go. 
Well, yeah, because you're all—that's what you're biting on stuff with. So, yeah. with five boys, that was a hundred teeth the Tooth Fairy had to pony up yeah, for. Yeah, that's right. That's so, a lot of money. So, the Tooth Fairy, and again, spoiler alert—if you uh, <laughs> yeah, you don't want to hear the the true story of the Tooth Fairy, <laughs> then turn off now. Right. Okay. So, I've given fair warning. The Tooth Fairy turns out to be your parents or your <laughs> uncle or whoever is taking care of you. It uh, could be the neighbor guy. I mean, depending That's, on your circumstances. It would be kind of creepy if the neighbor guy was Well, I mean, I'm just saying Mary. not every kid maybe has parents. Uh, you it's know. whoever they're, yeah. Yeah, who's, ever, who's under care mm. you're under. Some people might not even get the tooth fairy. I mean, not get a visit from the tooth fairy. Not yeah. everybody gets a visit from the tooth fairy. Yeah. And and I, I and when, by the time my, my fifth brother, I'm the oldest of the five brothers. So by the time number five comes along... <laughs> Tooth Fairy gets more forgetful. Tooth Fairy kind of shrugs. I don't think it's forgetful. I think the Tooth Fairy's broke. Well, the Tooth Fairy may be broke, too, but uh, it's, just, it's just like, you know, I've talked about this before. My little brother, youngest brother, um, you have to comb through our family's scrapbook pretty hard to find any pictures of him. Loads of them of me, because right. I was a novelty. Sure. Then the second kid comes along, oh, he's kind of cute, too. So a lot of pictures of him. Yeah. But by the time the fifth one, numero cinco comes yeah. along, yeah, they they don't they're even exhausted. maybe a couple of Polaroids. That's about it. Yeah, they're exhausted. Yeah, they're just tired of it. It's it's tedious. But I can remember that I would get no more than a quarter per tooth. Yeah, that's uh, usually a dime, something like that. I I, I it was a dime and maybe a few sprinkled pennies in there too. Yeah, something quarter. Like that. Quarter was the going rate when I was a kid, and I do remember uh, getting a 50-cent piece once, Ooh. which was huge. But that's not the case anymore. No. Well, you know, this inflation has is, is hit everything, and yeah. apparently the Tooth Fairy has to pony up more, too. The Tooth Fairy, according to this article, is paying an average of $3.70 a tooth. That's right. And that's a 23% rise since last year, and a 42 working on 50% bump from two years ago. So they totaled it up, and that means a full set of 20 baby teeth is is getting an average of $74. All I want for Christmas is my two front teeth. My two front teeth. See my two front teeth. Gee, if I could only have my two front teeth, then I could Yeah, this is actually a um, survey that Visa put together. And Visa, it's it's a marketing ploy. Oh, yeah. Visa has a tooth fairy calculator now out that you can go to to determine what other tooth fairy payments are being made based on the parent's economic status, their education level, Mm-hmm. Um, all of mm-hmm. these things, so that you can give give the tooth a fair price. It's just a marketing ploy. Well, the other thing about it is, and this is um, this is something we have talked touched upon before. I think that more and more parents today don't think that their parents were as good a parents as they are. They think they're better parents than their parents were to them. Really, I think the reason that these... And so I think they have an amount of guilt about it, and they want to they right, want they right. want to give 
more money to their kids because exactly. they love them more. They're better parents. Hey, do you think back to the tooth fairy, which I know you said isn't real, but do you think it's a <laughs> that's ma- just what I've heard? I a male know. or a female? I mean, was that what was in your head as what the tooth fairy was? Because I, I was trying. I to guess l- I thought a male, but because uh, most of the people in my life you were male. Thought the tooth fairy was a guy? Yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I knew Tinkerbell was a was a girl. That was the only fairy I really noticed on There's not much, TV or movies. Not much documented on how the Tooth Fairy uh, came to be or really the origins of it. So I was surprised to find that there are some people who think that the Tooth Fairy was a guy. That's what I thought. <clears throat> and now that did? you bring it up, I guess that's what no, I thought. No, it's a girl. Yeah. Oh, it is. She's a girl. Is it a singular Tooth Fairy or is it a franchise? It's just like Santa Claus. One. Wow. That's a bit, so it never gets a day off. Easter Bunny, one. Yeah, but Santa's got one big day. Oh, no, he's not. He's working all year round. Well, he's got things. But he's not, ma- he's he's not watching, traveling all year round no, like a tooth fairy. No, I know, but he watches while you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. He's got a lot to do hmm. all year long. Uh, so. I still think it would be better to be Santa than to be the tooth fairy. Because Santa's got helpers, for one thing. Yeah. A tooth fairy... Uh, it sounds like a solitary job right. working by yourself. Pretty much. You're pretty much a lineman for the county, and you're and, working by and yourself. Having to pick up body parts, too. Yeah. You know, those yeah. little teeth are bloody yeah. and gross. Do you, I, I can't remember as a parent if we just tossed our kids' teeth out. I know some people keep my their mom, kids' teeth. My mom kept my teeth. I think she kept the first tooth I lost. I still have it. Do you really? Yeah, I do. Huh. You could make a little necklace out of them or something. It's I don't really know. tiny. Yeah. I mean, I've got like big chiclet teeth now compared to that little teeny <laughs> tiny tooth I had. Here's here's my thing. <laughs> Why don't you continue to get tooth fairy visits when you lose adult teeth? Yeah, because those are way more expensive They're to way replace. more expensive to replace and all of that. I say if your adult teeth come out. No matter how. No matter how. And even if they're replaced buy a crown or uh, you know an implant or something that you should still should still have monetary value so, so what you're saying is if you go to the dentist to have a tooth pulled he should you should get up out of your dentist chair and you should find a dollar under your butt well is that what you're saying not necessarily but you should get you say may i have that tooth please thank you <laughs> or there's Mr. Dentist. Be a credit on your bill and then take that tooth home when you go to <laughs> oh. bed at night however you used to do it Tooth Fairy will remember. Oh, yeah, he's the one that puts the tooth in a glass of water. So, You would put yours in glass of water? I put mine under my pillow. Yeah, that's what I think we did. But uh, glass of water seems more sanitary to me. I mean, my mom didn't want to clean the bloody sheet with a bunch of ooky tooth. Yeah, I suppose. Debris. Plus, on it's it. hard to get a tooth out from under the pillow without waking the kid up. Well, that's right. And plus, you know, it can get lost under there. I mean, you that's could true. in your sleep, it could you could inhale it. Should go up your nose. Could get lost in your butt crack. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Number of things that I only could go cra- I only got money for nineteen teeth. <laughs> I'm wondering if by any chance I know it's a long shot. Hang on a second. Let me check something here. Down come the trowel. Nope, he, nope, it's not there. He, Wait. Nope, not there. You'd probably feel it, I think. Yeah, by now. Maybe not. Think. So yeah. Wow, that that's just that's getting crazy though. I mean, all right. So I so I have three nieces. And I, I suppose, by the way, I suppose it exactly parallels shopping for Christmas toys and all the rest. I bet that's just way out of sight now, as compared to when I was a kid. My mom gave me a piece of lint, and we liked it. 
That was, I said, thank you, Mom. You did not. But when my grandma was a kid, uh, she would tell us stories about how the family would be so delighted if they could get an orange. An orange. I remember. Yeah, do you remember I hearing heard, about that? I heard those stories. Stuff yeah. like that. That's all they got. And they were so thrilled you with it. a piece of an orange in your stocking. Do you have any idea what kind of mutiny that would create if a child got an orange that, nowadays? We created this. We as what do a, you mean we a, created American it? society made this. This whole no. it, it's all about money. I mean, exactly. It, it, and, well, uh, in the depression. So what you're saying is, like, it was better. Life was better in the depression. No, they struggled. No, I wouldn't say it was better in the depression. Uh, That's why the orange was so. What I'm what I'm saying is valuable. That, that we've we've made we've turned Christmas and those kind of gift giving things into all about uh, commo- being commodities and and not just being about peace and love and oranges. All right. I, know. I can't even believe all that malarkey I'm came out of my you, mouth. I'm going to give you an orange this Christmas and see how happy it makes you. Well, seedless, please, okay? <laughs> okay. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying. I mean, it's just... I don't know And then, what And then saying. you feel like pressure, like, geez, I don't really have all that much money, but the expectations are there. Do you have a friend or a, a relative? We all have them. Someone that gets you... Uh, exorbitant gifts and then you think I cannot how am I gonna possibly be able to match this I don't have anybody who does that for me it's like this one-upsmanship stuff you're always very kind and very generous not in, very generous in the things kind that, yes yeah no but no but you you've no yeah. but you know what I mean like you so so I always so feel like it's like you're playing cards give... and you're gonna hold back and wait and see what hand they have before you get them a gift oh I don't do if that if they go way over the top then you feel like gee I guess I gotta go way over the top no I do the same thing with Christmas cards I don't we wait until we see if we get a Christmas card from so and so if they don't send us a Christmas card they ain't getting one I don't even send Christmas cards anymore what is the matter with you I just am too it just, you know we didn't last year I either that's just, the first time ever we did not send I out cards I used to sit down and I used to always it would be the week of Thanksgiving I would sit down with my address book I had my stamps I had my special silver pen I had my little Christmas stamps Do you send one of the emails out now no I mean no but I'm saying it was a whole ritual I would spend an entire day writing all my Christmas cards and then that satisfaction of taking that big fat stack of of red envelopes down to the post office yeah. and I no I haven't done it I, I think the last few years I haven't done it does that make me a bad person no, it just means that you're uh, wallowing in self-pity. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It means I'm lazy. <laughs> that's what it means. Well, that's another kind of meaningless thing, I think. Here's the thing. If you're going to write a Christmas card, we've talked about this before, I think, write something. Tell us a little about your life, some news. As yeah, that's annoying hard, as, as annoying as those newsletters can it's be. It's hard to do. At for... least you're send, telling people something about your life. If you're just saying... You know, signing your name or uh, happy holidays, uh, Lisa. You know, what is that? It's it's happy holidays. It's wishing you. It's, no. It makes you rem- know that you're on my mind. That, yeah, I'm on your. You're on my mind for about a half of a second. This is the time that it takes me to sign my name. That's all you're on my mind. It's hard though when you have. You know, I used to have like forty cards, forty, fifty cards. I would send out. It gets tiring. So are you saying just go ahead and write the same thing on each one, like? You know, hi, fill in the blank. 
Um, got no. got fired again this year, but still, well, something personal that you say. Finally, quit the booze. Happy huh? holidays. Is that what you're saying? Just put <laughs> well, that on each put one. Put some news in there. That's new. Is new that... News is going to be different from from one friend oh, to another friend. Oh, that's too hard. Yeah. That's too hard. Hey, my corns are back. You know, I mean, depending. Well, those are the newsletters I hated that's, when people you would send to your podiatrist. What, when people would say, you know, well, Uncle. Uncle Bert's gout's gotten better, yeah. and uh, well, do you remember the hemorrhoids that Grandpa was suffering from? Here's a picture of them. I mean, I don't want to. I hated newsletters because I don't want to know about all. The, I don't yeah. want to know about the Grandpa and Uncle. Just tell me about you. I like newsletters that that actually have some degree of self-effacement in them or humor. The ones I can't stand are the ones like uh, Toby uh, was on the honors society mm-hmm. again. This—that's the third consecutive semester, and, mm-hmm. and uh, who cares? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I if, don't it's, care. if it's all braggadocio, then just uh, send it to somebody else, okay? Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. All right, so I want to get back to the tooth fairy thing yeah, okay. because I have I have three nieces right now who are uh, losing teeth or flying out of their heads like left and right. But two of them have done it on my watch, and I I I've had them staying with me or babysitting them. Grace. And hers was really bloody too, and I, I'm like, and was she crying? No, 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 okay. no, not at all. But still, it just. What's when kids are I crying? I do not like oh, it I when they get that tooth out so bad. Well, that's what we kept saying. You know, we were teasing her, and she it finally came out. But I don't like when I'm watching a child on my watch. Don't you've got to hang on to your body parts. I don't want anything coming off of you or out of you while you're in my house. Yeah, you it, don't want mom much... and dad to come home and say, hey, wait a minute, didn't she had two arms when we left her yeah, here? Yeah, I mean, there's just the pressure to get a child back in one piece. That's true. Is a lot of pressure, and I, that is my whole goal. Yes, I love them, and I want to have fun with them, but ultimately my goal is to hand them back to their parents alive. Yeah, no, I, that, you're absolutely right about that. That 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 nice act of of watching someone's child can become uh it can can turn into something pretty it's scary pretty scary my mom watched uh my son chris when he was a little guy and we went my wife and i went on a week's vacation in hawaii or something like that and of course we missed him terribly we wondered why did we go to why did we not why didn't we bring him i mean we so just missed him so much before your daughter was born correct and so my, so. my mom came to our house i think she came to our house and stayed there for a week and watched him and took care of him Great. He must have been just a baby or a toddler. Pretty much a toddler. Yeah, yeah. he he could walk, but not much. Sort of like me. <laughs> and so, so she comes back, and uh, uh, we, we come back and thank mom, and then mom goes home and all of that. A week or so goes by, and Chris looks uh, just pasty, and he looks drawn, and he's sick, and and uh, it it turns out he came down with hepatitis. Oh my God! They had hepatitis B or whatever it is, and so, of course, then a few weeks later, my mom comes down with it because she was exposed to him. Where he got his apparently at a childcare place. Uh, wow! So you know, 
it, it has deleterious effects on you, especially when you're an adult. Mm. And uh, and how and how can you say, gee, I guess that's that's too bad, isn't it? I mean, there's no way you can adequately say I'm sorry. Well, I thought you were happened. gonna. I thought you were gonna say she gave him hepatitis or something. No, she didn't. He, she got right. it from or, him, but or she lost him or something. But I guess I'm. I guess I'm coming back to what you're saying. There is an enormous responsibility that comes on both parties uh, when you have someone watch your little bundle mm-hmm. of joy. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, a, it's that, a big responsibility. When I my parents finally got emboldened enough to say, and I guess I might have been 14 or so. To say, we're going to be gone overnight. Pat, you're in charge. And they would go over all the rules and everything that's supposed to happen, and particularly the things that are not supposed to happen. When you were 14, that seems a little young. It does to Well, me. then maybe I was older. But I, wasn't, well, but I wasn't 17. I mean, I was somewhere in there right. where, where they thought, well... Yeah, you know, there's our, that sort our, of our, age. Our brothers are about... We're yeah. all about two years apart, so the youngest would have been... If I was fourteen, he would have been four. Now, if it was just you, Is I that can, right? No. If it was just you, I can see fourteen. But you had a whole, like you said, a whole slew of <clears throat> rotten little devil brothers. Yep. That you had to be in charge of. For whatever reason, my they parents, wanted to get away from you guys. They, they wanted to get away, and they, and they and they could have just got a babysitter, which they generally did. But this was the first time they they wanted to. They had some idea that I had a sense of responsibility now. I was of an age that I should be able to handle this. You are the little man of the house. Yeah, maybe I'm 50. I don't know. Because I I wouldn't trust me. That's what I'm saying. In hindsight. uh, But back then, though, remember, we we were allowed to do things at a much younger age than two, I think. Because there weren't, you know, people, you know, axe murderers out there trying to kidnap us and stuff. So 14's probably... Yeah probably yeah that's true it It just seems now that just seems really young to me people weren't as fearful Mm -hmm. uh, but my parents should have been because uh so they they go and i I can't remember every there was just a calamity of things that happened (laughs) what did it even did how long after the door shut before the chaos erupted (laughs) well i would keep throwing i keep trying to throw my weight around says now look you guys you're not you're not if if anything goes wrong then they'll never trust us alone again, ever. But if we really come through, and we'll even clean the house up a little bit. I mean, we'll they will be knocked out how great we are to be left alone. And if, That was and very then, smart of you. And then once the coast is clear, and this becomes a regular thing, right. then we can do stuff. We can get into trouble. Then we can get a little bit of trouble. But this time out, first maiden, maiden voyage, we got to not screw up. Yeah, you've got to toe the line. So here's three things that happened that I can remember. Do you, can I back? Can you back up and just tell me what were the things you were explicitly told not to do? Were well, there, do you remember what those rules were? Well, they would be, uh, you know, don't. Um, I mean, it, it would be probably things like don't open the door. Yeah, don't open the door to strangers. Yeah, don't uh, don't uh, don't answer the phone. Well, they wanted this because no that was the only way they could contact us. Right. So do answer the phone, but if and take a message. Take a very clear message, okay? Don't try to remember it. Write it down. Before the d- days before answering and machine. Don't and it, and just generally don't mess the house up. That was that was a standard. Don't mess the house up. Just keep okay. it. See how it is now. At least let it look like this. So that doesn't we, seem too hard. I mean, it didn't seem like anything no. unreasonable to follow. No, not at all. Okay. And and, uh, and then they didn't really want me cooking anything. Mm, right, so yeah. here, here's some money. You could go down. 
We Got live it. in a small town. Go Got down, it. buy some hamburgers and stuff Got like it. that. And yeah, bring, that bring makes them sense. Okay. So three the, things happen. These are three things I can remember happening. And uh, maybe I've told you some of them before. But one was that we're sitting, I can remember so clearly, we're sitting in my mom's uh, kitchen. And so there's, and there's a pile of newspapers sitting on the kitchen table. And we're all done of doing different things. And one of us is drawing and maybe somebody's in the other room watching TV. And all of a sudden, uh, I, I'm not paying much attention. All of a sudden I look up and the stack of newspapers is ablaze. <laughs> God. My brother <laughs> just out of nowhere. Yeah, for no reason. My brother Sean was pl- right lighting matches and trying to set these oh newspapers. My. So we've got a conflagration full scale inside the house, and so I think it's a good idea to go and run to the sink and uh, fill up a glass of water and throw the water on it, and that didn't do much. Sure. You know? So we had to keep throwing. We did kind of a bucket brigade with the water, but then. The burned particles of the newspaper are, are all over the place. Oh, and my So we God. had to figure out, we got to clean this up because we can't leave one little charred ember. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So that that was the first little crisis. Um, and then um, another brother, uh, we were all watching TV. So everything's calmed down now. It's back to normal. Well, We've it's normal. We've got it under control. Yeah, we think, we, 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 think <sighs> we got our tracks covered here. We really looked around to make sure we didn't. And it smelled like smoke in there, so we wanted to make sure that we <laughs> that we that we destroyed all the evidence. We, we said, don't know why it let, smells like. Smoke. Let's put this. Let's put this in the garbage can. No, no, Mama, look in there. No, let's take it out into the Very woods. Very smart. Yeah, we, we can't leave any evidence. Let's get it way away from the house. The woods. Yeah, the woods. We, we, if only your parents knew how much stuff was out in the woods. They had a pretty good idea, yeah. Because that would be our standard response. If we showed <laughs> we'll up with a, we had a new hat on. Or, yeah, found you know, it in the woods. Yeah, found it in the woods. I could drive up in a new car. Yeah. yeah. Found it in the woods. That was our pat um, explanation for everything. <laughs> Oh, thank you very much. Nice. Our uh, little drinks were refreshed. (laughs) So then, um, oh, then we're watching TV, and we're all watching TV together. And one brother we would call Ween, uh, for Weenie, because he was constantly being tormented because, I don't know why, brothers are so idiotic. Was he Uh, the youngest? No, he wasn't even the youngest. He was like second to youngest. Um, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. And so um, I had to think about that for a minute. Yeah, he's second. He, he's number four. And somehow or other, we we tick him off, and we just we and when so we go, oh, get out of here. We're gonna watch this show. We don't care what you want, weenie. And he just gets really mad, but he's he's sort of steaming, but he's not reacting mm-hmm. he leaves the room so picture this we're in a living room with the tv he leaves the room and he goes into the kitchen and as seconds later he comes running back into the living room <laughs> telling me this. with the bit with the biggest knife he could find in the kitchen Great. and he's like he's going to kill all of us <laughs> God, how did you defuse that one? Well, I, we just we grabbed. I grabbed his knife hand and we wrestled around oh for a while and stuff. Oh my God! And I think I, I hope I, I said to him later. I hope this is what I said. I said, now you realize if you had killed all four of us, 
that mom and dad would never trust you alone again in the house. You know that, don't you? Yeah, I guess you're right. I guess I'm thinking. Oh my gosh! So this isn't going well at all. No, but that you know. So, but so then, this is the dumbest thing, and I know I've told you this story before. We're outside. We loved to be outside throwing dirt clods at each other, and. Yeah, what is it with little boys and dirt clods? It's good. Dirt clods generally are, uh, you know, because they're like little bombs. Yeah, they're little bombs, and they they even the dust even looks like smoke. Right, right. It's kind of cool. It's when it's dry. Dirt clods are pretty harmless. You know, they they don't have the impact of a paintball. Even they're just yeah, they're they're fun. So we're throwing dirt clods around, and I I don't remember which of us let one of the dirt clods go. That unfortunately, the clawed part of it was really like the Earth's crust, oh and the the fiery rock was underneath. Oh my god! And so god. the dirt clod explodes, but it's got a pretty sharp rock with it as well, oh. and it hits one of my brothers in the side of his face, and his 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 face just was like a geyser. Oh, yeah, really, and was he crying? Oh and- yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, he he was really messed up. Oh, no. <laughs> You're thinking, we can't take him out to the woods. So, so we go inside the house, and we try to, you know, get it to stop bleeding and clean him up as much as we can. And, and I know a little bit about that I'm supposed to put, you know, some kind of uh, alcohol or something on there to keep it from getting infected. We're doing the best we can. But his face is a mess. Oh. Just a mess. So... Again, I go back to the well, and I say, this is my logic. You guys, if we, if we stick together on this, we, mom and dad will never know about this. And, and after a few weeks go by, uh, he'll be healed up, and they will never know what happened. Therefore, so here's how we're going to do this: maintaining your yeah. record of responsible. Yes, so, so that, that so can, that well, they will trust us. The next, maybe they'll be gone two days next time, so that you can really goof off. Yeah. So I, I, we convince each other that yeah, this is in our best common interests. Sure. All the way around. So, what we need you to do, I'm saying to my brother with the messed up face, Aww. when mom and dad come home. Never look at them full face. Only show them the left side of your face. Now, you won't have to do this forever, just for a few weeks. We thought that by the sheer numbers of of us, that the parents aren't going to single out any one kid. Sure. Wait a minute. Let me look a little more closely at you. We we knew this would work. We we were convinced this would work. We even tried it on a neighbor kid. Had him come over, and that was in, pretty smart. Notice anything? Sort mm. of a trial. Run. No, not really. <laughs> okay, that's cool. Never mind. Now, what about like at the dinner table? Wasn't there usually a mom on one side and a dad on the other? We hadn't thought that far oh, ahead. Okay, yet. I, I, yeah. I just tried to look at the possible pitfalls but right. here. But, but really, at the our, the way our dinner table was set up, we ate at this little kind of um, more like a bar setup, you know, mm-hmm. so that so that one side of it would be. Uh, I mean, four people would sit on one side. Then there was a curve in it where oh, okay. the youngest one so would sit. So it could work. It could work. And then my mom would be at the other side. So it, theoretically, <clears throat> it could work if we put that brother at, at the, the far end, end against the wall. Right. The wall side was the messed up side. <laughs> and don't turn the light on over yeah. there. Leave <laughs> them in the shadow. Yeah. So you, you wouldn't be looking at that side of his face anyway. Oh, so, my God. So we think this is going to work. 
parents uh, come home, of course, and and uh, they say, hey, hey, how did everything go, guys? We have this other, the brother that's injured. We have him um, just k- take a low profile. Mm-hmm. Don't come running out to the car or anything. Just, just hang back. Hang back. Stay in the back of right. us. Hey, Mom and Dad. God, it went great. Everything went great. We even cleaned up the house. She goes, my gosh, you guys did clean up the house a little bit. It looks pretty good. Of course, our idea of cleaning stuff up was just kind of smearing to things get, around, you know, <laughs> and to get rid of the burn stuff <laughs> and and the blood. Uh, <laughs> and we had to had to put the knife back in the drawer, uh, all that stuff. Oh my! But God. I mean, of course, it works for maybe fifteen seconds. <laughs> That's uh, right, because the mother said, knows. Turn her around, turn, look at come in, come. On, what are you doing? Look, and he's talking to her, looking just from the side. Well, he's, he's being swiveling, too obvious. Swiveling his eyes over. Hi, mom. How's it? <laughs> didn't work. Of course, it didn't work. And she goes, "Oh my God, what happened to you?" And then we had to tell the whole story of how we the were dirt clods. playing with dirt clods and rock mm. and all of that. So, but she, but she never did find out about the burned up newspapers. I, although I told her years yes. later, and uh, and the knife incident was also a secret we kept for. A long time. On the whole, I yeah. think we probably got, my parents probably would have given me a B minus mm-hmm. uh, because they didn't know about the other stuff. So I think uh, it was not a real long period of time before they trusted us enough to go out once again, Yeah, leaving us overnight. Wow. Uh, where I suppose a lot more stuff happened, but I've tried to erase that from my my mind. <laughs> I don't blame you. So all of this comes from the, that tooth fairy thing. Right. Well, we were starting to talk about the responsibility of having other children in your care. Mm. And you started to tell me a story earlier Yeah. Uh, about had a little a, boy you had. We had a little a friend of one of my sons um, came over to visit, and we were living in Boise, Idaho at the time, and he had come over to visit from a town in Oregon. So it was a big deal. His parents were going to let him come and spend a week at our house. Yeah, which is kind of common for summertime. Kids like to stay at other, Yeah, you know, and it was great. Mm-hmm. They were having a lot of fun. They were running around, and they got, they, they, there was a neighbor, there's a next door neighbor that had his garage door open, and this guy uh, had a shop in there, and the, the kids were skateboarding or roller skating or something or other. We don't know exactly what. But one of them fell over and went sliding across the garage floor, Ugh. and he and he, his leg went in. It was a um, there was a table saw there. Oh my God! What a table saw and the and the legs of the oh. table saw are sort of uh, fan fan out a little bit, so that essentially they became blades that he went into not the saw itself but oh, the legs oh my god and he opened up this horrific <gasps> gash in his leg that would would make you almost throw up if you saw it it was to the bone oh my and it was god. one of those one of those cuts that at first nothing happens there's no bleeding because it happens so fast right and then it's just crazy oh my god and uh and it's a scar that he still bears to this day it was that bad of an injury that happened on our watch. On your watch. And, so and, how and does that phone call go? Because that's well, my biggest fear is it's that hard. I'm going to have to say, yeah, I know she arrived with two arms, yeah. two legs, and a head. That was the worst. We, uh, we, uh, we, your son had just sustained a, 
uh, an injury that is, is going to be visible for the rest of his life. But other than that, we yeah, they had a great had time. a really great time, and um, they're in TV watch, watching TV. Well, uh, he's he's uh, when he wakes up he, when he's he's unconscious right now. But when he wakes up, we're we watching TV. With now, I'm I'm assuming as parents they would never hold because I'm not a parent, so I, I always feel like if something does happen, they're going to hold me accountable for it. Did they hold you accountable for that? No, they were very forgiving, but I'll tell you that the friendship never seemed the same really? after that. There was a certain frost for years really? and years. Yeah, uh, that was never articulated. Huh. But, um, yeah, it, but it, they I'm finally... surprised finally just, did, And again, I never, they never said so, but I could kind of get it. I could kind of get why, you know, why yeah. weren't you guys paying attention to where they were playing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so... It happens. It happens. I dropped Gary Hoffman's baby on his on her head when I was babysitting. Hmm. I felt really bad about that. Was that the cross-eyed kid? Yeah. No. Hmm. It what? It was awful. I was. I. She was on the couch one minute. I, I turned around, presumably to fill up my drink, and turned back, and she'd fallen off the couch onto her head. Oh. And I. I was freaked out that I. She's perfectly normal now. I mean, she's, I guess, 10 years old now. Well, 10 or 12. The good but, news is uh, the the higher power, if there is one or wh- however these children are designed. They ba- bounce. They bounce. And they're, they're, <clears throat> they're used to sustaining injuries that would put you or me in the hospital. Yeah, I suppose. Um, but still, it does make me feel bad because they would have had every right to say, well, yeah, we had you over here to watch her. And you didn't watch her and she yeah. fell on her head. Yeah. And now she's so you owned up to it. Oh yeah. Well, I figured I better because I thought how how guilty I would feel. Like when this kid learns to talk in two years, she's going to spill the beans on you. No. Or what if she like never talks and she's you know and she is cross-eyed and they're like we can't figure it out. The doctors don't know what happened. I would just be racked with guilt and I'd have to say it was me. I let her fall (laughs) off the couch. (laughs) So I figured I better tell them now. You know, so I I did. I owned up to it, and they're like, they were, they, yeah, you know, Gary was like, whatever. Gary, you know, our news guy, he was yeah, like, yeah, he was, he was cross eyed too, wasn't he's, he? Yeah, he's yeah. like, whatever. He, he goes, I've dropped her on her head before too. Well, yeah, it's true. <clears throat> uh, yeah, maybe you you wouldn't say if you didn't have a, a little kid yeah. in your whole life. Yeah, I mean, it horrified I, they're, me. They're, they're just. So, I used to like taking our when they were babies. I like to take them in the shower with me, mm-hmm. and I would hold them, and we'd washed together mm-hmm. but man they would turn into a slippery seal and i said <laughs> well oh yeah my. that doesn't seem very smart no, now it, that i think about no, it no it's not you gotta really hang on tight yeah yeah so i finally stopped doing it i said this is too risky uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna not only are they gonna hurt themselves but they'll probably drown right here, so after they squirt out of your arms but somehow somehow most of the time not all of the time but most of the time uh the kids seem to make it make it all the way yeah, through they do uh i didn't quite make it but <laughs> uh, in fact i'm gonna turn my head just a little bit Lisa, oh yeah see something starting to open up yeah. over there. i'll just talk to you kind of sideways okay. the rest of this podcast that's good which i guess is done yeah we're done yeah let's go it's Thanks for listening to Peculiar Podcast. Join Pat and Lisa online at Peculiar Podcast's Facebook fan page, on Twitter at Mr. Pat Cashman, and at Foster Chick. Join us and live in peace.
or pursue your present course and face obliteration.